Welcome to the Respectful Divorce Podcast. If you are considering a divorce, it is important to know that you have options for how you divorce. On the Respectful Divorce Podcast, we explore those options and provide advice from divorce professionals. We will also talk with divorce clients about what went right and what went wrong in their divorce. On today's edition of the Respectful Divorce Podcast, we talk with Warren Sachs, a financial professional in Sherman Oaks and Hermosa Beach, California. Now here's our host, Tim Crouch, with today's podcast. We're talking today with Warren Sachs. Warren is a CPA and a divorce financial neutral in the collaborative divorce process in the Los Angeles and Orange County areas. Uh, Warren, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Tim. A pleasure being here. So, Warren, the, the title of this podcast is The Respectful Divorce. Um, in, in your opinion, what does it mean to have a respectful divorce? Well, in my opinion, a respectful divorce is when the two clients can exchange inf- information freely um, in a manner that that is uh, collaborative, that is, that is, I hate to use a word, but respectful to each other. I think the coach's role or the mental uh, professional's role and the collaborative process really helps with the communication. Um, it also means as a financial, it means to me to be transparent and provide documents so we can make sure that both of my clients have the information uh, that they require to choose the options that work for their family. Is it the case that uh, oftentimes in a divorce, it's the financial issues that create the most anxiety and uh, and perhaps uh, uh, negative kinds of reactions if you don't have that transparency? Um, I, I would say the financials and um, time sharing with their children are, are certainly two of the most uh, contentious areas uh, uh, in any divorce. And and the and the lack of trust sometimes about is somebody hiding something. How do you deal with those kinds of questions in a collaborative case? Well, I think I think. And it's really important for me to uh, have my clients provide documentation because documentation creates trust. If somebody believes that uh, one client is not reporting income, if you will, I can go through the business general ledger. I can go through the bank statements. And when the numbers are um, verified, I believe it creates more trust. So how did you get involved or why did you get involved in the collaborative divorce process? Well, I'm a person, I, I was, I, I started in forensic accounting uh, litigation uh, about 35 years ago and uh, being in court and working on clients' positions uh, you know, I still do it, but it's not my preferred process. I prefer to work with individuals who who aren't fighting about every last dollar, who can come to agreements given, you know, information. And um, I just, for me personally, uh, it, it just provides me with a much better feeling than going to court, fighting in, 
in trial. And, and um, uh, I, I think it's, I hate to say it better, but I, I feel it's a better process for the clients. My wife, Camille Milner, is a collaborative divorce attorney here in Texas, and she says that the neutral financial professional is the one who always figures out how to get to a settlement. Uh, how do you see your role in a collaborative divorce? So my role is to provide uh, financial options to the clients and um, whether it whether it deal with support uh, child or spousal support or property, uh, assets, liabilities, complex assets, like perhaps business valuation, which I have an accreditation in uh, business valuation. I, I see my role as providing information to the team and the clients so they can choose the option that works best for their family. And, and is it is part of it that that as you go through that process, you get uh, the, the clients get a level of comfort with what their financial position will be after the divorce is over? Well, certainly, again, I, I work with generally high net worth business owners or non-business owners that have complex estates and looking at the financial results, whether that be through a community or separate property balance sheet, where I alloc, you know, there's there's going to be assets, debts, and liabilities. They can see how much they have, um, liabilities, how much they owe, how much they'll end up with, and then cash flow for support and showing the allocation of that cash flow to the family. I think that. Uh, generally gives them some expectations on how to move forward. Now, uh, there are many uh, neutral financials in the collaborative process um, that will prepare projections and uh, help clients in that capacity. I, I don't do projections, but I have worked with in a large estate I have referred some of my clients or suggested to my clients various neutral financials who can help them with that. And um, if they desire those services, um, I, I think they're very beneficial. Um, and and your, your skills as a CPA, um, how, how do you use those in the collaborative process? So, I, I think the, the, the same holds true uh, uh, of what I just uh, spoke about. Um, in California, where I'm in, uh, for example, uh, preparing evaluation takes certain techniques and styles. It's an art, not a science. So I have to apply certain accrual-based uh, uh, concepts to the balance sheet of that business. I have to uh, consider goodwill. And all of this was something that I learned as I uh, became educated as a CPA. So we're following a lot of the uh, framework of what, you know, of, of various positions or, or theories that would be used in court 
But what I've learned, Tam, is the worst thing for a client is to have that litigation attorney who positions a client to believe that there's only one way of looking at something and they come in very positioned, don't want to negotiate, don't want to settle because it's either their way or the other client is wrong. So I, I, I'm not sure if I answered your question, but um, I, I think it's having, using the skills of the CPA, preparing the reports that I prepare, but presenting them in a manner that shows, if you will, both ranges that that clients may consider um, so they can use what's best for them. And in the collaborative process, another benefit is you can swap. You, you, you know, in California, again, um, community property is allocated 50-50. Sometimes that doesn't work for my clients. Sometimes one of my clients will need more cash flow, property's not as important, or vice versa. And we can we can do what's best for the family and the collaborative process. All right. So if someone wanted to have a, a consultation with you to talk about divorce financial issues, um, how should they prepare for that conversation? Well, you know, um, I would be talking to them about their estate, where they're at in the process, um, their cash flow. Um, I would certainly introduce uh, the concepts of the collaborative process, my role in the process being neutral. Um, if they knew something about their estate, it would be helpful. And then, and then when the process begins, what, what kinds of documents uh, are you looking for that uh, someone may be wanting to, to start work on pulling those things together? What would those things be that, that would, would help to get the process going uh, from your perspective? Well, certainly, you know, we want to start with the tax returns, but that's just the first step. Uh, the next step is identifying all of the assets, liabilities, their cash flow. Um, we have to do that. In California, you have to prepare and exchange what's known as a schedule of assets and debts and an income and expense declaration. And many times in my collaborative cases, um, the team will decide that I might be the best person because of my role to assist our clients in preparing those. Again, depending on my assignments, whether it's stock options, restricted stocking, that's business valuation, separate property tracing, whatever it is, it, it, it could range from agreements to bank statements, general ledgers. I mean, it, it goes, it, it depends on my assignments in that case. So if somebody wants to get a little more information about you uh, and the collaborative process, is, are there some good websites that you would recommend? Um, I happen to be involved in many collaborative umbrella groups uh, like uh, Collaborative Divorce California, uh, 
my, my name is listed on collaborative practice, California as well. Um, I'm a board member and the treasurer of Los Angeles Collaborative Family Law Association. I'm also a member of three practice groups, uh, those being Family Divorce Solutions of the San Fernando Valley, the Los Angeles Westside Collaborative Divorce Professionals in Los Angeles, and a better divorce in uh, the South Bay of the Los Angeles area. All right. Well, Warren, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Tim. It's been my pleasure. We've been talking today on the Respectful Divorce Podcast with Warren Sachs. Warren is a CPA and a divorce financial specialist in the collaborative divorce process. You'll find links to those websites that he mentioned in the show notes. Thanks for joining us for the Respectful Divorce Podcast. 